Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the Ticket Water Cooler wrapping things up for the week. I am live in studio and Nate Brennan is live from uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma State's uh, campus. In fact, he's on the move. Was the Barry Sanders uh, area getting a little loud? Uh, no, I'm heading back towards the Barry Sanders area. I wanted to make sure that I was able to tell you guys who the coach statue was. Bach, you'll love this. Boone Pickens. It is Boone Pickens. He's not a coach. In front of, in front of, uh, in, in front of the stadium. So <laughs> that's your answer. That's awesome. <laughs> He's just a giant donor, that, uh, which he is. I mean, uh, one of the biggest donors of, of anybody in, in any school. So I guess that's, that's I think. I, again, fair, when, but... when I saw it in him standing up and pointing, I was like, it's got to be a coach, right? So yeah. I guess I uh, – I was a little bit far off. <laughs> it's Boone Pickens. I guess, the, I mean, the stadium's <laughs> named after him. Um, I just don't know how much he, I mean, it needs, it needs, I mean, the stadium's pretty, pretty nice for, for what they have there at Oklahoma State. So um, I just have never heard of that. <laughs> so that's awesome. I'm glad. It's a baller move. I yeah. Say. It's that is impressive. very cool. Like if I'm going to donate all this money, you're going to name the stadium after me and bill a statue. And you're going to give me a statue of myself. Is it bigger than Barry Sanders statue? Uh, I think it is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Boone Piggins. That's awesome. Uh, before we get, round up the show, of course, we'll close with a, an update out there from Stillwater. Uh, but first, we have to go over the 2009 Nebraska football team. Sorry, Nate, I didn't get any 2009 music. I was, I was warming ah, up boo. here. But uh, in any case, uh, the 2009 football team, obviously, Bo Pelini's second year. So Carl Pelini's second year as defensive coordinator. Sean Watson, the holdover um, from the Bill Callahan regime, still the offensive coordinator for Nebraska. Nebraska, uh, and this is the best season that Nebraska's had probably, you know, since the 2001 season, which we've uh, been over before. Uh, the schedule was uh, kind of interesting as you go through it. Nebraska enters the year with a little bit of Indomitian Sioux Heisman hype, but not not too much. Um, obviously, it was a huge deal to re-recruit him back to Lincoln for Bo Pelini to begin with and then get him back because um, he would have been an early second-round pick, late first-round pick. Uh, they, they are able to get him back, and, and, and it pays off huge for Nebraska. They beat Florida Atlantic 49-3, to followed it up with a 38-9 victory over Arkansas State. They are number 22 in the nation. And then they head to Lane Stadium in Blacksburg, Virginia, um, and have a heck of a game that they ultimately dropped 15-16 to the Hokies. Tyrod did it, Mikey. Yeah, Tyrod did, did it. it. Uh, uh, another play where Dominican Sue's almost too good for himself. He, he yeah. gets to Tyrod, forces him to pass, and he, he makes a miraculous pass in the end zone. A lot of people will go back Remember, Matt O'Hanlon um, was uh, missed an assignment there and uh, uh, cost a huge downfield pass that got Virginia Danny Tech Cole. there. Danny Cole there. Um, but Matt O'Hanlon would have redemption later, so that's part of the story. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette, Nebraska would uh, carry uh, on and win 55 to nothing. And then a Thursday night game at Farrell Field uh, in Missouri. Uh, the rain was piling on and... Uh, Dominican Zoo had a huge game, including interception. Nebraska had to come back late in this game. They were down, uh, and then the fourth quarter just completely pummeled Missouri, uh, thanks to Zach Lee and uh, in Niles Paul connection there late. Uh, 27 to 12, Nebraska beats number 24 Missouri. Unfortunately, they don't keep the momentum going. They lose 31 to 10 to Texas Tech at Memorial Stadium the next week before nine turnovers uh, catches up to them in a seven to nine loss to Iowa State. So as much as we love this uh, 2004 Nebraska team, they did start four and three. 
So that is a reminder that seasons can get turned around, and they did pretty quickly. Nebraska rebounded with a 20-10 win over Baylor, and though Sue was the most dominant defensive lineman that year, that day belonged to Jared Crick. Five sacks against Baylor in one day. Incredible. And then my type of game there uh, against Oklahoma. Number 20, Oklahoma coming in. Nebraska wins 10-3. Matt O'Hanlon redeems himself. National Defensive Player of the Week. Three interceptions in that game. Prince McMara also got an interception that led to the only touchdown in that game. So, very fun stuff. Uh, Dijon Gomes, I remember making a big play in Nebraska's 31-17 win at Kansas. Uh, Then they beat Kansas State 17-3 before beating Colorado 28 to 20 and moving on and winning the Big 12 North to take on Texas who was in a play in and win you get to the BCS National Championship game um, type of scenario Nebraska probably the best loss ever for Nebraska because the game is just so fun um, Alex Henry was doing all the field goal kicking for Nebraska if you remember that 2009 year they had some running backs they had some weapons they just they, they didn't have the quarterback and so their offense was was very difficult to get going in plenty of these games the and the defense was the number one defense in the nation uh, and they showed out here against Texas um, even beat them. 12, 12 to 10, and then one second gets put back on the clock and Texas get, gets uh. the field goal uh, and goes ahead and wins the Big 12 championship. And again, I remember at that time thinking, uh, you know, I was embarrassed. It was like, oh, thank God, 10 years of not winning a conference championship. Could it get worse? It, it certainly has gotten worse since then, but uh, yeah. uh, that was a frustrating moment. Um, <laughs> and Bo Pelini uh, was recorded, I think, as saying the BCS. That's why they make that call. Um, so there was a little bit of politicking going in there. At least Nebraska rebounded in their uh, in their uh, bowl game against Arizona. Nick Foles didn't put up a point. Thirty-three to nothing. Nebraska beats number twenty-two Arizona to finish the season at number fourteen. Huge year for Indomitian Sue. He won the AP. Uh, Player of the Year, the Bronco Nagurski Award, the Bidnerick Award, the Lombardi Award, the Outland Award, uh, 85 tackles, 20 and a half tackles for loss, 12 sacks, 28 quarterback hurries. All that was not enough to win the Heisman, though, as Mark Ingram won the Heisman. Edged out Toby Gerhardt, who probably deserved it if Sue didn't. Toby Gerhardt. That's right. Yes. Colt McCoy, third. Tim Tebow, fifth. Nobikin Sue, like I said, fourth. I think if Sue would have blocked that final field goal to knock Texas out of the championship game, that would have been enough. If, if the heroics and great game that he had in that Big 12 championship game weren't, I think that that final play would have done it. But in any case, great year for Nebraska. A lot of momentum moving into the next season. Uh, and uh, this is uh, this was a good time to be a Husker fan, although, you know, everybody still hates Texas. That is true. <laughs> Horns down. Uh, and uh, Jory says, come on, Buck, Nebraska won that game, and if we do, Bo gets a Big 12 title, BCS berth, and everything gets better. Bo would probably still be our coach. It is interesting to kind of go wow. back and, uh, and rewrite history with what would have gone down had Nebraska won that game. Of course, a lot more recruiting momentum moving forward. Um, championship, would you leave the Big 12 that soon afterwards? Who knows? So uh, a lot of dominoes falling after that game. Uh, but uh, that's 2009, Nebraska in review, one of the better years. Uh, one final time, Nate, uh, before we let you go, what is uh, what's going on in Stillwater? Is uh, is about an hour away from first pitch. Yeah, we're about an hour away from first pitch. The fans are coming in. I've definitely seen. I think I'm on the main street of campus, or at least close to it. A lot of cars have been coming by. Even have people honking at us. So yeah, we got uh, we got some fans out here. Big. Uh, Big Red Nation, as you guys would call it, they're going to show up for this one, hopefully. So, again, an hour until our first pitch. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, 93.7 The Ticket. We'll have all kinds of updates, pictures, videos, live coverage, whatever you're looking for. <laughs> if you want to cheer on these ladies, 
Make sure you follow us on Twitter. That's probably going to be the best way to figure out what's going on. Again, Thursday, or excuse me, uh, five o'clock against North Texas, which is close to Dallas. So maybe they'll be watching. Uh, what is it? Game two tonight with yeah. the Mavericks. Yeah. Yeah, the Mavericks need to rebound. Celtics got to rebound. We didn't talk too much NBA, uh, but we will talk a little bit about that with Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet, here in a few minutes as uh, as we get ready to turn the corner. But thanks again, Nate, for being live out there. Again, follow 93.7 The Ticket, and maybe see if you can find Norton Noelli in a bro tank for our uh, pancake <laughs> listeners out there. Get us so. a picture of that. All right, that'll wrap it up. Thanks again uh, to Nate for joining us. Eric Strickland joining me next for On the Block on 93.7 The Ticket. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.